Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode to Attack the Talk. My name is AJ, and joining me in today's episode is... I'm here! Hey guys, it's Zach. It is Zach. What's up, Zach? Not much. I am just happy to be here recording once again, yes. a little more frequently this time. Hopefully, if all goes well, we can continue with we me continue, coming yeah. on more frequently. Exactly. Well, we explained... Um, to our listeners last episode that uh, somehow it, it your schedule's always been busy right yeah. now Lexi's schedule has been picking up you know and uh it it works out to where it kind of like offsets a little bit mm-hmm. so we explained that what what will probably end up happening is that you know you'll be here episode but then you know another case blah 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 you guys will just alternate right mm-hmm. so and as i just explained to you too my schedule got a little more free. Yes, that's so true. I will be more available now. More available, which means more Zach. More me. More Zach on Tack the Talk. Hopefully my voice comes back. Hopefully, because I enjoy whenever uh, you guys come on and uh, and I give you guys some characters to voice. The energy is here. The voice lines, <laughs> almost here. Give me like two weeks to a month. I'll be on point. Chris Sabbath, I'm coming for you, bro. <laughs> Chris Sabbath is everywhere. I feel like any time I come across a new anime, just that's Chris Sabbath's voice. Yep, there there he is. <laughs> there he again, is. Again, just like he's in everything. Yeah, like low-key Chris Sabbath's a goat. Though. He is. He is. He's definitely but still, voice acting. He should be afraid because Zach is back and he's coming for Zach you, is Chris. back and he's coming to attack. He's coming to attack. The talk. You know? Attack the talk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, all right. (laughs) In today's episode, we will be wrapping up season one, episode 20, Irvin Smith. The 57th Exterior Scouting Mission, part four. The Inferior Commander. (laughs) The Inferior Commander. Um, Of course, you guys all know, warning, because there may be spoiler talk in this episode. Now, before we get into some recap, um, we had a poll on Spotify and on Instagram. So let's talk about it. Zach, do you want to do the honors of giving us the poll question and the results? Yes, sir. I would love to. Perfect. So the poll was on both Spotify and Instagram. Yes. Let's start off with the Instagram one first. Okay. Question for both is, who do you identify as in an emergency situation? Okay. So our answers we have here are Krista, a.k.a. meaning you're concerned about everybody else except yourself. Yes. Rhina, worrying only about yourself, so the polar opposite. Polar opposite. Mikasa, worrying about your crush. Where's Aaron? She does it a lot. Where's Aaron? Yeah. Where's Aaron? Then you have Connie, who is the definition of, <laughs> I just want to go home, man. I, I can't do it anymore. Okay, I'm very um, very intrigued on, on the results. What results are going to be here. I was, honestly, I knew I was going to be in definitely not the majority. Okay. Especially when it came to Instagram. With I feel like that's where we get more yeah, we activity get more, on our uh, polls. feedback on that. But... We'll go from last to third, and then I'll just give first. Okay. So in fourth place, we have Rhina. Rhina. Worrying about yourself. I'm glad all of you guys Are not aren't selfish. super conceited. Whoever the 9% is, we'll just let it slide this time. Yeah, and let's keep in mind, too, that this is a very different Rhina at this point, because we know that as we're watching season four, you mm-hmm. know, part two, we're watching these episodes, and Rhina is very defeated. 
This is he season is a one, Rhino. Whole new character, seventy is, episodes yeah, later. This is Rhino, where he is like we obviously know how it plays out, but he is very like he has this bravado to him, you know. He's he a knows, macho man. And, I can uh, do anything for myself. Certain things are happening to where all he's worrying about is himself, okay. which you understand in hindsight, but right now he just looks like an asshole. Yeah. All right, so moving on to third place, we have. Krista being concerned for everybody else except yourself. Okay, she is very selfless. We we mm-hmm. know this about her, and uh, she's got yeah, a big heart. Thirteen percent. Okay. I don't know about you. I'm Team Krista. And everyone else comes before me. I will be in the back of the evacuation line, making sure everyone else gets through. Yes, I will agree. Actually, I I too am. Team, team Krista. Krista? Yes. Yeah, Team, team Krista. Krista. All right, so now we will reveal first place. Okay. Drum roll. Connie with a whopping <laughs> 52%. A lot of y'all wow. just don't want to be there. Yes. If you see the emergency, you're just going to turn around and be like, I'm just going to go cry in the corner. <laughs> I'll catch y'all on the flip. I just want to go home. That does leave, however, in second place, Mikasa. 26%. A lot of you guys be worried about your crushes. 26% of y'all are simps. It's okay. You can admit it. If Mikasa was my crush, I, I'd be a simp too. It's and I okay. would wish that, like, say, you know, in Aaron's case, you know, he's a lucky guy to have... Uh, and he doesn't even realize to it. To have somebody as badass as Mikasa. Poor Jean looking at him like, yeah. I wish my crush worried about me like that. Yeah, Jean, he's a, he's he's, a frustrating he's dude. He's Mikasa's Mikasa. Yeah. Wow, fifty-two percent, huh? For Connie, that's, that's over that's a, half. Yeah, some of y'all just want to be the cue ball at this point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like so, moving on to Spotify results, okay. we actually have a three-way tie for really? last place. <clears throat> oh wow! Okay. Not so even first for three last of the, place. Three of the answers all have the same percentage, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. All of them having twenty-two percent. Okay. We have Rhina. Mikasa and Connie. Which means <clears throat> Which means Team Krista. Team Krista is first place on Spotify with 33%. Alright, cool. I'm 33%. glad that on Spotify we got some bigger hearts. Yes, that one was definitely much closer. Um definitely wow. closer, but also a little weirder in terms of the results. All I know is Team Krista reigns supreme. Team Krista. Okay, so that's that's cool. I no, you know, I kind of expected those answers to be you know, the ones kind of like with the higher percentage. I, I did expect Connie to go ahead and be kind of maybe the, the majority of the votes because, you know, that's, that's Connie's just the comedic Connie. relief. It's somebody that, you know, it's a funny answer and everything to it. And in those certain situations, I mean, yeah, of course, you don't want to be there, you know? Yeah. So, in all but, honesty, we got more rhinos than I thought we would. Yeah, that, well, that's I what I was going to say. I was expecting some that zeros. I, as I said earlier, I was expecting Krista and Connie to get majority of the votes. So I was surprised to see that Krista was third in voting percentage in, in Instagram. Instagram. Wow. She took numero uno yeah. in Spotify. Yeah, we gotta, we, nope. we gotta, I did vote for both. Yeah, so gotta, I cheated a little bit. We got a couple of selfish uh, Instagram followers. I see. Know, right? Some <laughs> of y'all just care about yourself and your crushes. You yeah, know? more more selfish uh, votes too than, selfish I, in, than I thought. But interesting. Wow. Cool. I'm well, just thank glad you. we got the feedback. Yeah, thank Love you Love that, that guys. Thank you guys for and putting in your opinions on the polls. Absolutely. Look forward to seeing more in the future. 
don't be shy. Feel free to tap a result. It'll be on our story as well. Yeah, and then we love talking about it. We love seeing the feedback. We love seeing what the results are. And uh, yeah. Gives us a better idea of who we're talking to. Cool. All right. Thank you again, Zach. No problemo. So uh, so now uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do a quick recap and then we'll get into the episode. So this is going to be a very quick recap because pretty much what we need to know is that obviously female Titan has been captured. Again, the physics involved. Th- mm-hmm. don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to talk about it. It's going to be a rabbit hole that I'm going to go yeah. down and I'm just going to keep talking about it. Uh, but female Titan has been captured and she is immobilized and... Uh, you know, she's Somehow, obviously cape. Yeah, she's obviously uh, also protecting her nape with her both with both hands as she covers it. Um, and Commander Irvin, you know, he's he's doing certain things, man. And you, what he's doing, certain scouts he's don't doing, necessarily agree he's with. Doing thingy things that I can't explain, but yeah. I'm just, he's the captain for a reason. Yeah. And the thing too is, you know, you have we we see it in the first part of of this episode. Um, you know, where different locations are having different conversations. Like in one area in the forest, we have, you know, the Levi squad and Aaron. Mm-hmm. They're talking about, they're theorizing and everything, right? And then in, outside of the forest, we have, like, Jean and, and Armin really are the ones having, like, the bulk of the conversation, They're having a really in-depth right? conversation. They're, they're really diving into the why. Which, I mean, with Armin being involved and yeah. Jean, who's also very precautious. Yeah, Jean, definitely precautious, for, side, but very stubborn as well. Yeah, stuff. for someone who acts so nonchalant he thinks probably the most behind armin yeah probably the two biggest thinkers on the team yeah i I agree with that definitely um which is you know which is why they end up having as in-depth of a conversation as they do yeah but also uh jean kind of um sees himself really growing into this this leader role Mm -hmm. right so you know with, with with that you know we know that in order to to be this leader you also have to you know be aware of certain situations and it's like chess you have to think of all the possible outcomes all the possible reasonings and everything yeah so you can tell he goes and he definitely thinks about all that stuff which is why he in that episode kind of disagrees with the method that commander Irvin is uh, the the approach that he has you know Mm -hmm. they're really all connecting dots here you know as they said with the levi squad and Aaron, and then you have you know um Jean and Armin, they're all connecting dots here. They're all starting to get a little bit on the same page, but there's a point where, you know, Jean says to Armin, it's like you said, right, Armin? There's somebody in that Titan, you know, that mm-hmm. Commander Irvin wants to see who the heck's in there. Um, but again, he disagrees with the method. He believes that maybe there was too much bloodshed. He believes that, you know, things were very kind of reckless. Um, and then when you got in the forest... They start talking about, again, trust. And this is something that we had mentioned, you know, in the previous episode. That episode was really big on trust, right? Mm-hmm. Where Petra is pretty much telling Aaron, you see, when you trust us, things you know, out. things work out. Just believe in us, believe in the commander, believe in the cause. But then Eld says, well, Aaron's got a point. For as important as we were to the plan, we still were in the dark. You still know right? nothing. You're still just... I'm literally a mindless pawn doing what you are told to do. Yeah, so why do you think that? It's because they obviously didn't trust us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they started kind of, again, theorizing a little bit. um, And they start talking about how maybe there's a Titan spy within the regiment. Um, 
And then so you can see where the, really they're all kind of thinking here, right? They're all starting to get, get connected dots, right? So as we get into this episode and we start talking about the second half of episode 20, um, we're going to get a little bit more clarity, also a little bit more chaos. So peace of mind and <laughs> absolute obliteration of your yes. mind at the same time. Yes. So are you ready to get into this, Zach? Let's do it. All right. So now continue this episode and we see commander Irvin, and he gives out the order fire and next we see hanji launching more cannon harpoon arrows piercing some female titan booty <laughs> they just had to add this I in just, there <laughs> i just did not that was out of the field for me i it know. didn't even click when i watched it i was like yeah it's like upper rear thigh yeah nope, nope. female titan booty just left cheek baby that just reminded me of just Zeke butt. Zeke butt. Yeah. Or Rhina just talking about uh, the female Titan. Talking about like, damn it, Titan's got a nice ass. <laughs> and knowing what we know now, that kind of comment. Odd. A little odd. Um, I see you, Rhina. I see you. Yeah. Um, but Hanji, she obviously knows where she wants to aim towards. And boom, she connects she right to some female Titan it. booty. So we see Hanji and she's watching the female Titan. And then Hanji says, Poor thing. Can't so much as bat an eyelash, can we? Must be terribly frustrating. Get used to it, my dear. <laughs> Biology can oftentimes be a curse. Case in point, the more wounds heal, the stiffer your joints become. Now what in the world is a holdup on the extraction, our esteemed guest? It won't get any easier. Strike while the iron is hot, I say. So a little bit of uh one thing I want to say too is she literally cannot bat an eyelash because as we see mm. she has a harpoon straight through her yeah, eyeball straight through an eyeball yeah good luck blinking oh that would kill me something in your eye that you just can't get out you can't get out oh that's like nope I'm not gonna do that nope not today one thing that I found very interesting is that again they're starting to really um get more educated on on how titans work and so like when hanji she is obviously aware of the biology so to speak right where you're talking about how yes you guys can heal but the more you heal you know the stiffer your joints become right mm -hmm. so again you know we'll find out as this episode continues on that um they're in it for the long haul mm -hmm. right and one thing i wanted to note too to add on to that is the more they're learning the more confident they're becoming against titans yeah it's true like even with hanji no, it is Hanji, and she is very loud and boisterous. Yeah. But her talking smack straight to a Titan that they know is not your average Titan. No, it is being not controlled. At all. And they're just willing to just talk smack to it directly. Yeah. Even within, like, stomping range is very, very big steps compared to how we saw at, of course, the beginning of the show when mm -hmm. everyone is just running and afraid. Everyone is very afraid, yeah. So, again, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, they obviously, you know... And it helps, too, with having Aaron, right? And, and and knowing, you know, that I guess I should say, you know, kind of being more familiar with Titans, you know, because of Aaron. Yeah, they, they definitely have gained that confidence, like yeah, you said. It's like the monster in the closet thing. Yeah. You think there's a monster in the closet, you turn the light, it's just clothes that look weird when in the dark. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, that's not a monster. That's just clothes. I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah. So we see Hanji trying to scare this female Titan with her words. But then we see a sad female Titan. And then behind this titan, we see two scouts diving down towards her. But we see that the female titan has hardened her hands, covering her nape. 
The two scouts strike with their blades, but the blades get shattered. Hmm. So this is, we actually, we talked about this in a recent episode that you were in. When mm-hmm. uh, you had asked about hardening, right? Have, you asked, have we seen that yet? And I, go, I believe we haven't seen it. So this might be the first time that we see the hardening technique. I feel like, okay, based on their reaction, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Because they kind of just brushed it off. Mm-hmm. Like even when, as we will soon talk about, when Irvin talks about it, he doesn't seem too surprised. He's kind of just like, okay. But what he does say is another Titan. And I think that is where we first see it. Okay. If you know what I'm talking about. Okay. If not, we will be there shortly. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Because actually, yeah, continuing on here, um, the one who does seem surprised by it, well, the two scouts, again, they strike and the blades get shattered. And then we see that one of those scouts that attacked was Captain Levi. And under here, we see that Levi looks stunned and surprised as he stares at her hardened hands. We also see that the other scout that attacked was Scout Leader Mikay as he ODMs next to Commander Irvin. One, I do want to say... That these two are some badasses too. Both of them yeah. just coming down and, and, and trying to take. That was you know, a cool scene. They're like, she's emotionally damaged. Get her. Yeah. Get her when she's down. But no, I mean, because you obviously you have the superior Titan Slayer and Captain Levi, but then you have the second, you know, mm-hmm. Titan. I should say best Titan Slayer, right? Second only to Captain Levi, which yeah. is you know, Mike. And even he couldn't leave a scratch or a dent. No. As a matter of fact, we see Mike as he lands next to Commander Irvin. He simply shows the commander his two shattered blades as he shakes his head no. Now, Commander Irvin, watching the female titan very closely, begins thinking to himself. An impressive ability. So she can harden her skin to protect portions of her body. Similar to the one who rushed Walmaria. Mm-hmm. The armor titan, I believe they called him. The question is... How many blades, how many blade strikes would it take to find the chip our way through? Too many in any event. Time is short. So, yeah. Now, what I will say is, I believe this is a different type of hardening. Yeah, different hardening. Than the armor titan. Because the armor titan just kind of comes with his armor plating. Mm -hmm. It's not momentary or situational. Yeah. He's just... He's just tough. <clears throat> yeah, he's just full of the armor, you know, around his Titan body. It comes with him when he transforms. Yeah. It's not like it magically solidifies when he wants it to. Whereas with this, we see that the female Titan um, only forms a hardening technique over around her hands, <clears throat> which is protecting her nape. And, and she can localize it. Yeah. Uh, but it, uh, still, in any event here, doesn't surprise Commander Irvin. Doesn't surprise him. He just, you know, pretty much gives kudos, like, impressive. Like, wow, uh, all right. party trick. Yeah. Um, so this very well could be the first time that we've seen the hardening. The, this is the first specific, time we've seen localized hardening. Yeah, the, <clears throat> that specific hardening, right? Um, as it, again, surprises, you know, Captain Levi and, and you know, Mike. Um, but again, Commander Irvin's not surprised. You know, I think he is kind of prepared for... He knows you know, it's going to be tougher than... Exactly. Than it's not going to be as easy as just like, all right. <clears throat> not as easy as, oh, shoot her with harpoons. Let's take her hands, her you know, let's go and let's take her, pluck her out of the freaking Titan body. That's not going to be the case. Um, all right. So now we see Commander Irvin raising his right hand as he signals to one of his scouts. We see that scout landing next to Commander Irvin and responds. Yes, sir. Okay, so whatever that signal is, he gave you know the scout an order. But now Commander Irvin tells the scout, 
Prepare an artillery round. I want her hands blown off. All right. So I guess the signal was just to come over here. And now he telling he's given the order to blow this freaking Tyne's hands off. Come right? on. But we see that that scout looks surprised by the order. And the scout tells Commander Irvin. With all due respect, Commander, there's a risk if we use cannons. The hands will get blown off, but whatever's beneath them will too, sir. Mm. So kind of a messy technique here, <clears throat> yeah, right? Yeah, kind of like a... Go yeah. big or go home. Yeah. Oh, well. You sure you want to do that, Commander? Um, if we blow our hands off, we might blow everything else up. At this point. Yeah, well. Porcano? Commander Irvin, he answers. A fine point, soldier, which is why you'll aim carefully and sever them at the wrists. On my signal, I want an all-out salvo. Uh. What does that mean? I've never heard that besides your all-out salvo. Um, actually, I, I did. <clears throat> Let's see. You looked it up? We're learning something today. So, salvo is a sudden, vigorous, and aggressive act or series of acts. So, it's an aggressive act. <laughs> Violence. Yes. Uh, we're going to come across a couple other words, which I had to look up, and I did, you know. Awesome. I'm going to start look at the creating, like, here. a vocab list. These <laughs> are my words for the week. I'll have to use them twice. Yeah. But Commander Irvin, again, really clearly says, you know, that's a great point, but... I need you to aim carefully and sever at the wrists. You're not right? just shooting to shoot. You're shooting with a purpose. Yeah. So the scout obeys and we see the scout take off. We see that scout land to a group of other scouts on the ground where the cannons are. And the scout, excuse me, signals for everyone to gather as, I, as we assume that he's going to go ahead and explain the order given by the commander. So again, you know, this is something where Commander Irvin obviously is... He's prepared, you know, to... He's prepared to attack any measures, right? Mm -hmm. Again, not surprised by the hardening technique because, as we talked about, you know, he's aware that it's not going to be as easy as just, like, blowing the hands off. Yeah, it's not okay, just, let's, like... Let's, let's grab this this person, this traitor. Capture, slice, retrieve, out. He's like, no. no. No, no, no. So, the next step now is to, uh, to throw an all-out aggressive act. What's the salvo? An, an act of aggressive acts. Yeah. Um, and let's... Blow the freaking hands off from the wrists. See if it works. Um, so now we pan up at the immobilized female titan. And we can hear Captain Levi saying, Knock, knock. We know you're in there. Why don't you make this easy and come on out? And then we now see that Captain Levi is standing on top of the female titan's head. Captain Levi continues, Stop wasting our time. Seriously. What can you hope to gain by stalling? If you're thinking we'll let you go, we won't. If you're thinking about trying to escape, don't. All you should be thinking about are the good men you killed today. Not that you would. That's not your style, is it? Remorse. You enjoy killing. Which means we have something in common. Of course, I enjoy killing titans. But it's a start. I'm sure we can still find some middle ground. And it's like you said. Confidence, confidence. level is through the roof. This is, fool is on top he of is like He is like a flea on her head. Just yes. like, sup, dude? I know you're in there. And again, and just having that kind of like interro interrogating this, this, this female titan. Literally like the 50-foot woman. He's like, I'll fight you. 
Yeah. I'll do it right now. And then I like how he says, you know, just like, you enjoy killing, I enjoy killing. Right? Except I enjoy killing Titans. Again, you know, like, this, this statement to me, after watching it in its entirety, you know, the anime, or I should say up to, you know, the point where we find out a certain reveal, mm-hmm. that kind of has a little bit of a difficult meaning. Yeah, you know, uh, a little Titans. bit, a little bit rough there. Uh, we find out really, you know, what the Titans are, um, but nonetheless, it's a weird gray area. Yeah. We can overlook it. But nonetheless, here, I mean, again, this is just uh, awesome interrogating skills here, trying to go ahead and just like scare this female Titan, and then uh, again, as you mentioned. Zach, that we see the female Titan, we get a close-up of the face, right? With cannon fire, with cannon arrows all over her face. And again, as you mentioned, an arrow in her left eyeball. Right through the eyeball. So the female Titan is nice just staring. Shot, man. Whoever, yeah, whoever. That was one that hell one. of a yeah. shot. They got it while her eye was open, too. Yes. That, yeah, was that was a good, good shot. Good shot, for sure. She wasn't expecting that one. Mm-hmm. Bet she didn't see that coming. <laughs> Did not. Oh, I'm so funny. So we see the female Titan now is just staring. It almost looks like this Titan is contemplating. And then Captain Levi continues. Oh, that's right. While we're on that subject, let me ask. You're okay with me cutting your limbs off for the joints, right? I mean, they'll grow back. I'm talking about your actual body. Don't want you dead just yet. Timing wouldn't work. And we see this Titan start, like, almost tremble. As Captain Levi speaks. Yeah, and just... Captain Levi, man, and his freaking... Just, like, his interrogating skills, man. And you since, know? since we know who is inside... Spoiler warning, if you are watching it episode by episode with us and yeah. have not seen the future episodes... Imagine you... Going against your crew, your team... Yeah. But in disguise... Yeah. And your direct commander, the dude who you've heard about to be the biggest badass, yeah. is just there like, mind if I just like, you know, I'm going to toy with you for yeah. a bit. I'm going to make you hurt. Knowing the stories you've heard, just being like, I'm done. I'm dead. Like, I'm dead. And then the fact <clears throat> that he is saying that I'm going to cut your limbs off. I know that you can heal, but I'm going to keep cutting. But this, I'm talking about your actual body. So it's like he knows we're going to capture you and I'm just going to go ahead and just torture you, you to the point where you want to die. Yeah. So again, we see that this female Titan like starts like trembling a little bit. But then we see that she stops. And then we see the female Titan letting out a terrified haunting high-pitched scream i'm not reenacting that sorry no, no sound no. effect for that one <laughs> all of the scouts nearby they instantly cover their ears we also see the force of her screams as it's causing like this tremendous force of wind and we see the for the forest trembling from outside of the forest of giant trees we see aaron and the members of the levi squad being alarmed by the female times roaring we see Arm and John and the other scouts outside the forest, frightened by the roars. Well, except Mikasa, as she just looks so focused and determined and ready for action. We see as she always does. Always. 
we see that the, the roaring finally stops. And as the echoes of the female titan's roars fade away, we get an eerie silence. We're back inside the forest now and Captain Levi tells the titan, Nicely done. I almost lost my composure. And now we see Hanji. She appears to be startled. We see Moblet. He's like shaking, but he's still covering his ears. All shaken up. And then we see a confused Moblet ask. Were those like death throws or something? Yeah. So I think that's another word that I had to look up. Throws. Uh, it's, it's like throws, but without a W, it's an a, E. It's an E. So let me see if, uh, if I did, in fact. Yeah, it's like I did. a combo of like... So it's saying intense or violent pain and struggle, especially accompanying birth, death, or great change. Birth? <laughs> birth. Did that time just give birth? <laughs> give birth. Give birth. Imagine. Um, okay. Okay. Imagine she just yells. Warning for what I'm about to say. Forgive me. <laughs> Imagine she just... Boom, baby Titan. Thanks, you know, and she you takes see off. Titans like, to start just like, like being birthed from her. <laughs> like imagine she just like transfers from nape to baby nape and just boom, gone. Takes off. Mm, okay, so I see and what you're saying. never want to see it. So it's not Titans, it's like it's her own. It's like baby self. it's like baby female Titan. Okay. But like baby Titan. Baby Titan, just okay. Boom. Never want to see that. No. Never. That Please don't even... ever create art. Nothing. This stays between us <laughs> and you guys. Never create it. Keep it dead. Please. Yeah. That would be an odd sight to see for My sure. My brain just works differently. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, that'd be strange for sure. So now we see a stern Commander Irvin. He's still watching the female Titan very closely. But we see Mikay next to the Commander. He alerts, They're coming. I can smell them. And then Commander Irvin turns. He turns to Meek and he asks, From what direction? And then we see a worried Meek answer, From every direction. Fast. Dozens. And then we see Commander Irvin now. He has this concerned look as his eyes kind of just grow wide. First time we see him lose composure. Yes, exactly. I will say this. I know this is a common trend with anime protagonists. Examples, Gone from Hunter Hunter. Gone. Um, oh, my God. Oh, no! Gone. That's what I get. Um, oh, I'm forgetting his name. Demon um, Slayer. Oh, Tanjiro? Tanjiro, Kamakunta, whatever the hell um, Inosuke calls him. Like, these guys, protagonists, all apparently... Oh, Natsu, um, Fairy Tail. I know you haven't seen that uh, one no, yet. Not no. But, like, just having a great sense of smell... Mika is really the protagonist here is what I'm saying. It's, trust me on this. Okay. Protagonists have great sense of smell. I get what, okay, now, now I get where you're, where you're getting to here, yeah. Again, I've said this plenty of times before, Mike, I feel like, did not get the credit that he really deserves. We know about his, you know, badassness. We know how good of a freaking soldier he is, but we just didn't really see it. And we'll never get a spinoff. No. And it bugs me. When you have somebody who's only second to Captain Levi, just, we don't, we don't really see. That's all he is. Uh, the man in the shadow. 
The man in the shadow. With, with the really good nose. Because he's so used to sniffing Levi's ass. Yeah, I guess, man. Because he's always trailing him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do like that little kind of like funny little, you know. I don't want to call it. I guess you'd call like, it how do you, whatever. What does that smell like? Oh, I don't know. But like your underwear is already brown. Like what else could you possibly oh, smell? Geez, yeah, this guy probably unless he can like like Harding ability, he can kind of just like choose locations on where you, you know, like send out his sense of smell, like detach it from his consciousness. Yeah. It's like it's gone. Like I'm smelling fifty miles that way now. Someone's cooking dinner. Yeah, but I'm also sure like he's like Titans have to have this very distinct smell to him, you know, for him to actually excuse me to know, and then. uh this overwhelming odor of just like, oh my gosh, they're coming. But yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to imagine a smell that could like equate the smell of like a Titan. Of a Titan. Have you ever worked with food? In not necessarily. No, not like restaurant. So you don't, you don't know the smell. Anyone who's ever worked at like a restaurant, fast food, you know the smell I'm about to say is. When you go to the dumpster to take the trash out, that is what I would say a Titan smells like. Okay. That is a, like everywhere I've worked at that airs trash like for food. Yeah. It's always the same smell. I, it's it's so atrocious. You so you believe that Titans smell like dumpster smell whenever it's around restaurants. Dumpster smell specifically like to, to dumpster food. Okay. So any food establishments, their dumpsters outside, that is Titan scent. If you work at a restaurant, sniff your dumpster. That's a Titan right there. Mike were there, he'd be thinking that there's Titans all around. Imagine if he lived in the modern world. He's like, there's Titans (laughs) everywhere. They're just, oh my God. There's one over there, right over the wall. That's a (laughs) McDonald's. Yeah. What's a a McDonald's Titan? That an abnormal? No, it's a McDonald's, man. Go get a burger. So, yeah, Mika has a really good nose, and he is smelling Titans from every direction, okay? Again, we see Commander Irvin, like you said, really, it's the first time we see him losing composure, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So now we see Titans beginning to travel fast, heading into the forest of giant trees. Outside of the forest, Armin and John, both very startled, they watch as Titans run in their direction. We see a startled John ask, what the hell is this? They, they're all going in. And then we see below them, just a large group of Titans running into the forest. John, he now asks, Why are they ignoring us all of a sudden? And then we get this frightening still of just dozens of Titans all trying to just like pass one another as they're sprinting through the forest. They have a mission. Yeah. And we bear told, we see bear told in your mirror, they watch. As the Titans run below them. And Ymir, she just simply says, Oh no. And we see a panicked Connie using his ODM gear. And he yells out, You! You telling me they're all abnormals? And then another scout, using his ODM gear next to Connie, responds and orders, Who cares? Concentrate on pushing them back. Engage! And then we see the scouts... Now the scouts are chasing these titans. Uh-huh. Wow, how the tides have tabled. Yes. And now we see a calm Mikasa. And she draws out her blade. Beginning to head in the direction of those titans. 
she asks, What's going on over there? And then we see a panicked Sasha just yell out to Mikasa, Wait, please! We already know exactly what's going through her head. Mm. I hope Aaron's okay. Yeah, she's just trying to, you know, stay, you know, just calm. Keep her She composure. knows she talks about it too much, so she's just trying to bite her tongue and not say his name. But yeah. she's like, I wonder what's going on with Aaron over Yeah, there. exactly, which is why that was one of the poll. <laughs> exactly why she wasn't answer. You know, it was just, she's too busy worrying about her crush. But but Sasha's just in a panic. She tells her to wait. We see Mika, so she turns back to see Sasha. And the look that Sasha has on her face is just pure terror. She looks so terrified. And Sasha warns Mikasa. I know that sound. I It used to haunt my sleep. I hear it from the forest in the dead of night. Believe me... Nothing in the world screams like that except a dying animal. It's the sound of a creature who knows it's got absolutely nothing to lose. And then again, I just can't stress enough. The look that Sasha has, like she just literally has just like seen like a ghost. Like, she almost looks it, a little it pale. embodies what fear looks like. Yeah. But Mikasa tells Sasha, it's all right. I know to be careful. And Sasha, she now screams even louder. That's not the right attitude to have. You can't just be careful. You have to be terrified. And Mikasa now lets Sasha know. Have you ever seen me terrified of anything? Wow, what a badass. And Sasha, still screaming at Mikasa, says, No, and I'm telling you, this is a good time to try it out. And Mikasa simply answers, Right. And now we see Mikasa, she starts thinking to herself. She thinks, I have to give her credit. The girl's instincts are usually dead on, especially right before all hell breaks loose. Aaron's in the center rank, I think. That's what Armin said. Hmm. There it is. <clears throat> the reason she is on the pole. Yep. She said it. She said the name. I'm going to say this, though. From someone who, not as much recently, but used to camp, a lot. Yeah. So I know exactly. I know exactly what Sasha's talking about. Uh-huh. Especially in areas where people do hunt, you will hear those kind of cries, and it's something that you just don't forget. Yeah, what's well, like Sasha said. I mean, they haunt her. They haunt her dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if you hear that sound, you know something's either about to die. Yeah. Or something's about to die with it. Because it's not going down without a fight. Yeah. And it's just, you know, just don't go near it. But we see also that Mika says she actually starts kind of second guessing a little bit. You know, she actually like. She actually takes some feedback. She stops, you know. <clears throat> Despite her believing, you know, like Armin had said that Aaron is in the center rank, right? So, which obviously we are aware that center rank is in the forest. Yeah. Mika says she didn't just. ODM, you know, kind of like off she of instinctually, yeah, and just go after go to Aaron. Aaron, yeah, you know. She right learned now. how to heal and stay, yeah. not just come here. 
And, you know, Sasha was trying to be as persuasive as she possibly could be by literally just screaming at her, like, you need to be terrified. Why are you not terrified? Like, that sound, you don't know what that sound is. I know what that sound is, okay? Like, I have the experience here. Yes. This is my territory. I need you just to take my word yeah. on this one. Which is why Mika Sid does, because Mika Sid said, you know, her instincts are usually dead on, especially mm -hmm. right before all hell breaks loose. <sighs> there it is. Oh, Lord. Yeah, if only we would have listened to Sasha. Let the chaos ensue. When they were over up in that air blimp. <laughs> very true, very true. <laughs> so now, continuing on, we see Titans beginning to approach Commander Irvin and his scouts. We see these scouts draw out their blades as they prepare for battle. And Commander Irvin yells out, Faster on the artillery, gentlemen! We see a ready for battle Mike warns the commander. Here they are. First waves closing from the east and coming in fast. Commander sees the Titans approaching closer and he orders, Wagon defense! Intercept now! And we see the wagon defense squad, the ODM towards the Titans. But the Titans run right, right by them all. Mm -hmm. And we see one of the members of the wagon defense squad asks, What's going on? Damn things pass right by us. And then we see Commander Irvin watching. He he even looks surprised at what he just saw. Another scout now alerts. Three Titans have broken through. And then another scout yells out to warn him. Captain Levi! Yeah. And then we see Titans running towards the female Titan. And then we see Captain Levi still on top of the female Titan's head, stomping her head. Just in like pure frustration. Yeah. Like, you stupid idiot. Why did you have to make this so difficult? Yeah, and we see Captain Levi stomping, and he asked the female Titan, Hey, what did you do? You called up some friends, didn't you? And now we see Captain Levi with both blades out, quickly using his ODM gear to face incoming Titans. And all you hear in the far distant lands is, Let it rip! Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do right now is, we're going to take a quick break. Quick Gasp. break, and then we'll get back into the action. We'll see what Captain Levi does. See him bust out his Beyblade moves. Bust out his moves. All right, guys. So hold tight, guys, and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Lexi here. Me of all people know how difficult it is to find good anime merch for specific anime. And when you finally found that specific anime merch, it's usually for a ridiculous price. Well, I have the perfect solution. Fandomian has a huge variety of animes to choose from, and even better, I have a discount code that I would love to share with you all to use, which also helps me as well. Uh, use the code LEX for 5% off your entire purchase. That is L-E-X. Add this code at your checkout for the discount. Help me help you and use this code on the website Fandomian. That is F-A-N-D-O-M-I-O-N.com, which will also be linked in this episode's bio. I appreciate you all so much. Now, back to the episode. All right, guys, we are back. Did back you miss from us? our break. I missed us. I missed us. I don't know which one of us did the intermission today, but great job. Great job. Killed it. I believe it was actually Lexi. Good job. Us, telling us about Proud. the ad code. So, good job, Lex. Woo! Thank you for giving us that code. We'll talk more about it. At the end of the episode. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, guys. Well, welcome back. Um, so 
We're going to jump right back into this episode because we're about to hit some very, very cool moments here. Um, we're going to get into some chaos here. Um, so we left off where Captain Levi, he sees these Titans heading for the female Titan. And then we see Captain Levi again. He just with both blades out. Using his ODM gear very quickly, he literally goes towards incoming Titans. And then we see Captain Levi using his very fast spinning technique, the Levi technique. The Beyblade technique. technique. To slice the napes of the three Titans that broke through. But we see a tiny Titan. <laughs> a baby Titan? This tiny Titan gets through. <clears throat> And we see this Titan latch, latch itself onto the female Titan's leg. And this tiny Titan begins to start eating the female Titan. Commander Irvin notices and wonders to himself. and ignored us and went straight for her. Someone ring the dinner bell. And then the commander looks as he notices dozens of Titans surrounding, now surrounding the female Titan. A scout now just yells out. The enemy is bearing down from all directions. And we see Commander Irvin now giving out the orders. All hands, commence combat. Defend the female Titan at all costs. And then we see Captain Levi, Mike, Mobilid and Hanji, and every other scout all ODM towards these Titans that are surrounding this female Titan. We see absolute chaos as we see Titans getting shredded by these scouts. But Titans are also getting to the female Titan. And we see these Titans are shredding her apart. There's so much bloodshed. And we see Commander Irvin watching all the chaos. We see Captain Levi and Mike just mowing down Titans. But we see that there's too many of them. As they have the female Titans surrounded. We see Hanji just screaming out. As she's witnessing a female Titan just getting ripped apart. Commander Irvin, still watching, now has a different expression on his face as it appears now that he's contemplating. We see a drop of blood from the Titan. One of these Titans just comes splatter and land on the commander's cheek. And we see that steam release because of the contact. We see Captain Levi, Mike, and all the scouts doing everything that they can. And then we see Commander Irvin, he closes his eyes as he knows he needs to make a decision. And then the commander yells out. All hands withdraw! Redeploy the formation! Return to Kalanith District! And we see the scouts all just now withdraw. And we see Titans all gathered at what used to be the female Titan. All trying to eat whatever scraps are left. We see steam just failing the forests. What a sauna, man. <clears throat> crazy. Erwin actually gave up. He he knew he had to just. You know, would have given up. Fixes. <laughs> Fixes. Fixes is stubborn. Who would have said, oh, "Save the pretty lady Titan, <laughs> keep her alive"? We just this scene is just <laughs> pure chaos, all in Dude, the center of this is forest. The definition of hell broke loose. You see, literally, just scouts just. Doing everything they can to take all these Titans, but these Titans are all just, you know, just, just scratching. So and many of them. Now. Clawing their way to the female Titan, right? And then as they get to the female Titan, they're literally just trying to just grab what they can of her and just ripping her and just trying to get to her and just biting her. And then it's just an all out just war of just, of just 
death and it's blood. It's a female buffet. <laughs> That's what it is, you know? And then what's cool is that you see just, like, again, getting a glimpse of what Mika can do, right? Him and Captain Lima are just, like, taken out, just tying after tying after tying, mm-hmm. right? But it just wasn't enough. So we see the scouts withdraw, and the scouts, they're now just watching, and they're all exhausted. We see Captain Levi next to the next to Commander Irvin. And Commander Irvin tells Levi, We've been bested. And a tired Captain Levi responds, Don't give me that crap. Not now. Not yet. And then Irvin, he now tells Levi, Think about it. The enemy was prepared to make sacrifices, enormous ones. So committed to maintaining her secret, she would rather let herself be cannibalized than exposed. And then we see this shot of just female titan bones. As again, all these titans surrounding her just continue feasting. Levi responds, That whole song and dance in the courtroom, and this is what we got to show for it? We scurry back now with our tails between our legs, Aaron's right back in chains. Or worse. And Commander Irvin tells Levi, We'll jump off that bridge when we come, when we come to it. Right now, our only concern is getting back without sustaining further casualties. And we see the commander still watching the Titans, just consuming this female Titan. And Irvin thinks to himself, This steam isn't helping matters. Smoke signals aren't likely to cut through the murk. And then we get a flashback of the Colossal Titan dis- disappearing into the steam. Huh. Mm. And then Captain Levi tells Irvin, I'll gather up my squad. Okay, so... Maybe I'm tired. Mm-hmm. A little bit slow. What do you think the point of that Colossal Titan flashback was? What the point of it is, what happened when the Colossal disappeared into the steam? Is went poof, gone. Disappeared, right? Now again, as they theorize here, and they're starting to realize that those aren't just regular Titans. Those are just like Titan Aaron. users. Like Aaron, right? That if they're able to just disappear like that, you know? Oh, I see now. Commander Irvin's saying that she the steam... She has now jumped ship. Excuse me, he's saying the steam isn't helping. And now that thought crosses his mind of that colossal titan, right? Disappearing into the steam. So because it's kind of like hinting were, at if something. If titans were to eat her, there would not be as much steam, I'm assuming. Because mm-hmm. it's not like it's just disappearing, it's getting consumed. But with all the steam, there's a very large amount of steam. Yeah, well, the thing is, you got steam coming from the female titan in her body, right? As she just, like, again, deteriorizes and Along being with eaten. all the other titans. But all the titans that were just killed by the scouts, right? Their bodies oh, releasing steam and the stuff. the perfect smokescreen to escape with. Exactly. Especially Which, if she's wearing certain gear. Mm-hmm. So Captain Levi, he tells Irvin that he's going to gather up his squad, right? But Commander Irvin tells Levi, not yet, Levi. First, replenish your blades and your fuel. And then Levi tells Irvin, I can deal with what I've got. We're running against the clock as it is. Why? Commander Irvin just simply responds, Because I said, and that's an order. And then Levi sarcastically responds, Whatever you say, sir, 
I trust you implicitly. Damn, Levi said, um, I'm your boss. Yeah, yeah, Irvin's pretty much like, look, I'm your commander, do as I say, right? And we'll understand why Commander Irvin is given this order, right? As time goes by. But again, you know, I, I did want to kind of touch on again that Commander Irvin's very, he's another very smart character, right? Mm-hmm. He's a very aware of situations, right? He just doesn't like to talk it out. He yeah. just keeps it all up. He in keeps his it noodle. all to to his chest a little all bit, right? All in his noodle. But certain big moments that have happened, you could tell that he keeps that stuff it, almost like you see it click in his head, and you're like, "Yep, he will constantly be thinking about that now." Yeah. So, again, he's obviously thinking a certain thing. Telling Levi, replenish your fuel. And it tells him, just do it. It's an order. Right? The only thing I can think of... Well, the only thing I thought of in that moment was mm-hmm. like, oh, she's escaped. Mm-hmm. Okay, Levi's going to take on the female Titan. Let's go. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it all plays out. So now continuing on. Now we see a smoke signal being shot into the sky. And then we see a domino of other smoke signals surrounding the steam that's caused by the chaos in the center of the forest. So we see just different signals around the center of the forest. Nanaba notices the signals and says, Withdraw. I guess we're done here. And then Nanaba turns to Krista and the other scouts and orders them. We return to HQ on horseback. And then now we see Jean and Armin and Jean, with a sigh of relief, wonders. Hold on. You're telling me it's over? You can't wait for it to be over, right? I know, he's like, I just want to get out of here. He's calling a little bit of Connie. Yeah, he's pulling a Connie a little bit, right? Speaking of, we see Bertolt and Ymir notice the signal. We see Rhino noticing the signal. And we have Connie noticing the signal. And he says, oh, thank God. <laughs> just the utmost, like, oh, I can go home. Yeah. And then now we see Sasha and Mikasa noticing the signal. And Mikasa thinks to herself, I don't like this. Aaron. Simp. And then now inside the forest, we see Gunther as he notices, notices the signal. Excuse me. And then Gunther, as he notices it, he says, That's our cue. All right, let's settle up. We're going home. And then Odo tells Aaron, chop, chop, runt. One would think you'd be beside yourself to get an eyeful of who's driving that gargantuan harpy. And harpy is another word that I had to go ahead and... I do know this one. Okay. Go ahead and tell us the definition, Zach. When I think harpy, mm. I think like a, like a temptress, like a siren, like, or maybe like a crazy girl. Yeah. Okay. There a you wrench. Go. You're on the right track there. So the definition for it is... It's saying that a rapacious monster, and we can look up where rapacious is, but oh I didn't. Oh my god, it's going to never ending. But like... I didn't look up that. So pretty much it's a monster described as having a woman's head and body and a bird's wings and claws, or depicted as a bird's of prey with a woman's face, right? So again, pretty much what you know is woman bird monster. Bird woman. Yeah. Or, yeah, bird woman. <laughs> bird woman titan. Bird woman titan. Female beast titan. Um, yeah, so... 
he tells this and then we see a happy Aaron just replenishing his his fuel wonders. Do you really think they found out who it is? And then Petra, she's also replenishing, she answers. Of course, all thanks to you. And then Aaron tells Petra, I didn't do anything. But Petra tells Aaron, you learn to trust the fellow members of your squad. That's big. The sort of thing that turns out well for everyone included. Well, actually. And then uh, she says, a lesser man in your dilemma probably would have buckled. Then where would we, where would we be? Hmm. In a dope fight scene between the attack titan and the female titan. Yeah. Duh. Right. And then we see Aaron thinking about thinking about this. But Odo interrupts saying, Oh, please, why don't you stroke his forehead while you're at it? We'd be exactly where we are now. Without, of course, having endured his constant whining. Don't wait for me to decorate your path in pink and white rose petals. Survive the journey home and I might be persuaded to respect you. The mission isn't over. Not until we're through the gates. Do you understand? Stroke his forehead? <laughs> what is this phrase? I don't know. Like, I get stroke his ego. Like, don't let his head get any bigger, but like, stroke his forehead? I don't know. I don't know. Oro is a weird dude, man. He has definitely very weird grammar, right? And the way he's, he talks, he obviously tries to be all a little high and mighty to himself, you know, and he's stuff. He's a foreign exchange student. <laughs> doesn't know English slang too well. Yeah, well, Aaron, he hears Oduo, and then uh, an unenthusiastic Aaron answers, Yes, sir, I completely understand. And then we see Gunther and Eld leading the way as they all now are traveling on ODM gear, and Eld screams out, Oduo, Petra, I gotta hand it to you both. For someone who wet themselves the first time out, you've sure come a long way. Oh. <laughs> and then we see an embarrassed Petra begins screaming at Eld and tells him, I thought we agreed never to speak of it again. Ha <laughs> ha, pee-pee pants, pee-pee pants. <laughs> and then a surprise Aaron turns and asks, Whoa, seriously? And then Eld, he tells them, Relax. Incidentally, I've never once pissed myself in battle. And then we see Odo just interrupting Eld. He says, How dare you? I have the highest kill count of anyone on the damn squad. Ugh, imbecile. And then Eld, just jokingly mocking Odo, says, You want to hide that stain behind your kill count? Be my guest. And then Odo just tells him, Shut your hole! And then Aaron, he now oddly asks, So, did it like rain down on everyone midair or, or what? <laughs> what the heck, Aaron? <laughs> and then we see an annoyed Gunther, Gunther, excuse me, an annoyed Gunther yells out, Enough! No one cares who pissed whose pants. Focus on the job at hand. For the record, my shorts have always been dry. <laughs> Good job, Gunther. Atta boy, put him in check while keeping your pride intact. So we found out that, uh, that Odoo and Petra both soiled themselves. Question, though. That is a good question, though. Honestly, I didn't even really think about it much when Aaron asked because I was laughing. But does that, does it, uh, what happens? I don't know. I guess it comes down to, like, how badly they pissed themselves, right? Like, if it like, was, if like, it's like, obviously a, a full-on, like, they like, pissed themselves. I mean, like, either way, it's like... It's got to go down the pants. Oh, oh. What if they just it goes on the pants, like, a little but bit. Their, their pants go into their boots. Ugh. Imagine soggy it just pull. Oh, soggy pee boots. Ugh. Soggy Ugh. pissy boots. Um, soggy pissy boots. <laughs> it's that or, you know, if they just kind of just like, you know, wet themselves a little bit or something, you know, and they just kind of have a little wet spot <laughs> you know, on their <laughs> white pants. Because remember, they're wearing white pants, so. <laughs> you're that's, that. oh, that's a. I'm surprised those aren't brown. I know, right? 
Those well, yeah, be... that's another thing too. Is the the pants they they very oddly kind of stay white. Where's the consistency? Yeah, because you got to. You can that... wash your pants, but not your underwear. That's a little weird. Yeah, it is weird. Because I mean, think about all the yeah, the dirtiness and everything. Even just the blood from just like you know, from anything. I would have liked it that maybe if over time, your experience in the field. Things start to like get a little dirty. Yeah, you start seeing a little bit of character to the pants. But I guess we're paying a little too much detail to story, not really the the minute things. But I'm picky. This is very funny. I'm picky. Stuff. Where is the continuity? If you're gonna tell me Levi's the only dude with white underpants, yeah. I expect his pants to stay white and everyone else's to be brown right, or at least two shades darker. Pants. And we know that Odo and uh, Petra have a little bit of a. Stain. They have yellow pants. They have yellow pants. All right. Not old, definitely not Gunther. <laughs> They're definitely clean and dry. Yeah. Or Aaron. I mean, Aaron was in this situation for the first time, and he's like, you know what? Dude. But Aaron, he's he's experienced some some stuff. He's, his shiznit should be covered in, like, blood and guts. He literally is inside of a Titan most yeah, of the time. True. Yeah, so getting back on track here. Um, now, in the forest, we see a hooded scout. And we see this hooded scout grabbing out the flare gun. And then the scout shoots a green smoke flare into the sky. And we see Gunther. He takes notice of the signal and he says, it Must be a signal from the captain himself. Save the chatter until we're home. We'll rendezvous with Captain Levi shortly. And then Gunther, he lands on a nearby tree branch. And now he shoots a flare signal into the sky indicating their location. And now the Hooded Scout sees the signal flare, throws the flare gun, and then draws out both blades. As now the Hooded Scout heads towards the direction of the Levi squad. I don't think that's what green means, if I remember correctly. Yeah, green is pretty much like advance, right? Go ahead. Go in that direction. Yeah. It doesn't mean... Where's the continuity? <laughs> I don't get it! <laughs> um, so no, now... I understand it. Like, don't worry. I... I, I... Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so now we see scouts on horseback riding through the forest, being led by Commander Irvin, Mike, and Hanji. And Hanji asks the commander, Irvin, why bother having him replenish? There's no time. Commander Irvin answers, We saw the female titan get eaten. Did we actually see the person inside suffer the same fate? I didn't. And then Hanji just questions, You mean? Commander Irvin tells Hanji, Yes, your hypothesis is correct. This isn't over. We're dealing with someone like Aaron. Someone who regenerates in and out of Titan form. Suppose that person equipped themselves with ODM gear in advance. Suppose further that they are also disguised in one of our uniforms. What would their next move be? And as Commander Irvin is saying this, we see at the Levi squad's location, while they're using their ODM gear throughout the forest, Gunther notices someone. We see as Gunther notices, he asks, Captain Levi? Wait, that's... That's not... Oh, shit! And then we see the hooded scout abruptly attack Gunther by slicing his throat midair. The remaining Levi squad members, they all stop and they turn as they see Gunther's lifeless body stop and is now dangling midair. Aaron screams out, Gunther, you okay? What happened? Talk to me. 
and then Aaron, he heads to Gunther's location. But Aaron is stunned to find out that Gunther is dead. As we see the hooded scout using ODM gear throughout the forest, we can hear Commander Irvin say, How do you ferret out the enemy when they're one of your own? To be continued. Dun, dun, dun. Now, before we get into our final thoughts here, ferret again is the last word I believe that I wanted to go ahead and look at to see and kind of just, you know, how it's being used in the sentence because we know what a ferret is and obviously he's not talking about how do you ferret out the enemy, right? Yeah. So, ferret in this definition is uh, search tenaciously for and find something. All right. So how do we tenaciously search for the enemy when they're one of your own? So let's get into some final thoughts. Big boy words. We're learning big boy words here. AOT is not only entertaining, but teaching vocabulary. Yeah. And a couple of these words, they came from Commander Irvin himself. So mm -hmm. Commander Irvin's got them a big smart boy man words. teaching smart things. And then one of those words came from Odua, but he just likes to appear he to be. He just thinks he's smart. Yeah, exactly. Found he it on the hide. back of a newspaper and was like, I'm going to use that word. I don't know what it means, but I'm going <laughs> to use it. He can hide behind his kill count. <laughs> All right. So getting into some final thoughts here. Question for you. Oh, okay. Have you seen the manga panel of Gunther's death? Because oh. I noticed you said throat. Yeah, well, it's because of what it looked like over in the anime. But, but you haven't seen the panel. So is it's this going to be one of those moments where, again, they just really kind of... they. They, what was the word? They didn't show the severity of, of things, right? It's, mm, I would not have animated that with color mm -hmm. in your first season. Okay. So the kind of audience you're trying to attract. Now I need you to enlighten me on what, excuse me, the panel So you shows. said throat. Yeah. It wasn't his throat. Nape. She slices his fool's nape? As, oh. So you, for you, those of you who don't know, I put the panel down in front of AJ. Oh my AJ. gosh, I'm seeing this, yes. That is a nape slash, and that is a deep, damn good one. That is, that is a, a damn deep good nape slash. slash. Because from what it shows here, I mean, it, it, it shows For those of you who are okay with black and white gore, look up Gunther Death AOT manga panel. Yeah, you'll see it. And then uh, it's the first one if, in the if you haven't seen it, then you're going to be just as shocked as I am. Because I, you can, okay, if you were to pause on that scene right there, because okay. I could kind of make it out, and I was like. It alludes to the fact that, you know. I was like, a that flash. doesn't, because it's <coughs> the way the head is tilted. Yeah. I was like, that kind of looks like it's not from the front. Mm -hmm. It looks like she did something she would learn it was his back throat. in training. His back throat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his back throat. But it looks like something that a cadet would learn in training. Okay, yeah. And uh, they learned that. They did a good job. And they, it's they were listening. definitely someone who is a good, maybe even a top 10 student. Ooh, we're giving hints here. And that's when I, when I saw that, I was like, I think like the first time Who's I kind of glossed over it. That we didn't see in here. <laughs> yeah, that I, isn't in the forest. I think the first time I saw it, I was just kind of like, oh, I didn't get to see the gore, whatever, mm. he's dead. Yeah. And then watching it this time, I was like, that doesn't look like a throat slice. Yeah. And then I kind of like paused it. D 
definitely went from 400 whatever p to like yeah. 1080 and i was like oh then i looked it up and i was like oh mm. i was like that looks like some one who was trained that is not it's a not like slice of the throat haphazardly is... went to go chop his head off slice his throat they are just like no do a little bit of a that is a slice legit there. titan kill slice the nape right there mm-hmm. like that is a deep high quality slice. cut right there damn gunther i mean it happened so quickly too you know it didn't literally happened like he didn't this is one of levi's guys yeah did not have time to react yeah. given the situation where he thought it was levi but he had enough time to say and i repeat wait that's that's not Mm-mm. oh shit oh shit he had time to say oh shit and yeah. didn't have time to survive at least he died not knowing that it was captain levi you know or i should say knowing, knowing that, that it wasn't not. captain levi I would have been pissed in the after. I'm like, I'm haunting like, you and your clean Captain underwear. Captain Levi killed me. I'm gonna dirty all of your underwear, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I didn't see that manga panel, and now that I have, I mean, yeah, it's just obviously you as you just did earlier with the whole detective aspect of it. Like, wow, that looked like you know it was somebody who's very trained, maybe a cadet, um, who potentially top ten. Let's look at the top ten list. Who's not, who didn't we see? And, you know. If I had cared this much when I first watched it, it wasn't just like, oh, Gunther's dead. Yeah. I feel pretty confident that I wouldn't be able to figure out who it is mm-hmm. based on who we didn't see. Yeah, you would have figured it out before they gave the out actual the other reveal. hints. Before they gave out the hints. Because I feel like people, they were able to decipher it, you know, as we start getting more hints, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh okay now it's starting to make sense oh okay and then obviously they had the reveal okay um but yeah i mean you you right now just like laid out the whole kind of like detective framework of it and stuff and like that's like the first real i guess hint that we get yeah but if anything it just solidifies that whoever it is is in their ranks yeah it's not just some random person no no like it's basically saying no random person. Irwin was to, right. Yeah, we should all be terrified. Because no random person is going to be able just to take out a Levi's Club member just like that. You know, they're obviously very skilled and in with a their... very flashy manner. It's not like they like I managed to kill them. It's like nah, no. I just sliced his name. Experience ODM I, gear, you know, and stuff, and uh, they're quick on the draw. Yeah, and very manipulative with the whole smoke flare thing. You know, genius. Yeah, it's almost like they have military experience. Yeah, it's almost like they've been trained since they were a kid. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like they've like lived their whole life they've ready been to trained kill. to be a killer, huh? Well, it's all starting to make sense now. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was a very brutal way to die. And uh, you know, I'm gonna have to look at. I mean, this is just that's what I was ahead. gonna say too. I'm gonna have to look at the other. When we panels, see yeah. panels or images in the anime that. Are censored, shaded, yeah. super, super dark. We're gonna have to do a panel review. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And we know what's ahead, and what's to come in the next episode. So oh, I'm, I'm God, gonna have to look. There's so much stuff. Um, but yeah, at this point, we should just read the manga. But like you said too, though, Commander Urban's very smart, and he knew, and that's where again we talked about it earlier. That revisit of the colossal titan. Mm-hmm. Just fading away into the steam. That was that's you know, all a moment be. where Commander Something Urban's from like, years ago. Yeah. 
has now been triggered in this dude's memory like that happened then yeah what's to say it's not happening now yeah and uh you know then he instantly instinctually had levi go ahead and replenish his you know his fuel tank and his his blades and stuff um and obviously know, for good reason <laughs> yeah and uh you know we we know that we're we're dealing with a very experienced killer here who just has no remorse remorse whatsoever Right? Human and hater. That's uh, it's a tall task to take on by yourself. Taking on the, the maybe, Levi squad. Maybe they're not by themselves. Maybe <sighs> they're not, but... Um, right now, I think they are. <laughs> but heading towards, you know, the location of the Levi squad members, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a difficult task to take on. Knowing, you know? knowing that they would be the ones to flare back first. Yeah. And, I mean... I know we know that they really kind of follow the lead of Captain Levi, and we know that Captain Levi is not there with them, right? Mm-hmm. Still, I mean, they they're very experienced in their own rights, you know, with their they've been on dozens of trips in the double digits for all of them on Titan kills. Yeah, I believe all of them. Yeah, I think uh, if any of them, I think one of them is shy. I think it's Petra. Yeah. I think Petra is one shy of Titan solo kill, but she has, you know, I think she's second in assists, mm-hmm. um, which Odoo was first in Titan kills, but he's last, like dead last in like, he's like, got like assists. zero or something because he's just not a team player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, crazy. And now Gunther is no longer there to help out. R.I.P. for the homie. Yeah. Um, Raise a white underwear for him. Yeah. Raise the the white flag. That's all they have is Levi's underwear. Raise the white chones. All right. (laughs) Cool. So, I mean, do we have any other final thoughts we want to get into here? Because, I mean, again, it's just this episode itself has just been pretty chaotic. Um, You think you got the job done, you know, or you think, not the job done, I should say, but you think the job's over, you're going to go in and retreat, and all of a sudden now we're getting a whole other new just thing, situation to deal with. Um... Not really with this episode, I did want to say, though. I have not seen, as of the recording date, the last episode that mm. released Sunday. Mm. I do know that a certain female returns. Yes. It's, that's one thing I think that it's a great crazy. lineup between us and That's the what current. I think about, too, where it's, like, crazy how we're talking about right now this female Titan, like, arc, right? Mm-hmm. In the podcast. We're at that point in season one. But now as we're watching season four, the female Titan's back. She came back And we get Sunday. a look of that Titan. And I will say, she's she's looking pretty damn good. Question. For someone, this is the only thing that will allow to be spoiled. Mm-hmm. Does she look different or the same? Well, same style as far as appearance-wise. Different style as far as, you know, just like the whole art style, right? Mappa's doing their way the of doing studio. it. It's almost looking like a so 3D it's, it's type. It's not like a Rhina back in Marley situation with the transformation. Oh, so I'll give you what you're saying as far as like the evolution of it. I didn't notice anything, but I guess, you know, if I were to kind of look back and maybe look. Maybe look between the two. Yeah, maybe. So but I'm thinking, like I said, I feel like Rhina only changed because he had a change in mindset, yeah. personality. I'm thinking, well, maybe if female titan user 
Yeah. I've, we haven't said it the entire yeah, episode. We'll, it yet. We'll, we'll, we'll refrain. Yeah. A female Titan user obviously has, knowing what we know, changed. Yeah. I was wondering, maybe she's different. Maybe, and then maybe, maybe she's a brunette. Will, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she does. She changed her hair. Um, I don't know. Perhaps we'll get a better look at it this Sunday. I still would love to see all of them get new forms. Yeah, that scene though was I pretty cool. I still want right? to see um, our new Jaw Titan. Yeah, that's I'm curious for that one. That scene was cool though, right? With the armored and female. And they're kind of like... I did see moment. that. I was like... <sighs> that was cool. Okay, and I'm trying not to say too much because I know that some of you haven't seen... And I'm sure Rhino was like... Episodes. I'm sure Rhino was like... Nice female Titan booty. Yeah, he's like, damn. All right. I'm starting to get a little reinvigorated here after seeing that ass. Starting, wow, uh, I can fight. Yeah, I'm starting to I like... I can win. Starting to like life a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, very different Rhinos at this point. Very, very different Rhinos. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, cool. how we have come. All right. Well, I'm all out of final thoughts. Me as well. All right, cool. Well, it was nice having you again, Zach. Pleasure to be here, man. I know I you'll be back here more often, and, uh, you know, Thank we always you enjoy God. your part of it. So. And I can sleep on top of it. Yeah. It's you know, crazy. Schedule's, uh, schedule is changing for you for the better. Oh, yes. You can the go ahead and rest. Relief. You can rest and... Uh, and as you rest, that means the voice will go stronger and we'll be able to to get you some more yes. characters to voice. And uh, yeah. I can be louder. <laughs> You're like, God, please no. Listeners like, no, it's the last Tell him to shut up. <laughs> no. Whenever Zach's on, put the volume down to half. <laughs> no. We all know the listeners enjoy you having you know, you Back on the podcast, voicing these characters, letting loose. I had to let this. you guys miss my voice to give me an excuse to be loud. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's wrap up this episode, guys. Uh, so wraps up another episode of the Attack to Talk podcast. Remember, guys, new episodes are out every Thursday. Don't forget to follow us at Attack to Talk podcast on Instagram. Of course, you guys, um, we know. I've told you guys this plenty of times. If you're looking for any even anime I know, merch, and I've been gone for so long. Yes, anime Crunch is awesome merch for you to buy. Their Instagram handle will be in the episode description. Go to their Instagram profile. They have a link for you to use. They will take you to their online store. Purchase anything you guys like. They have awesome stuff. Also remember that Lexi has a code for you to use, as you had heard in our little uh, ad during the break. Thank you again for that, Lex. Um, Lexi has a code for you to use at Fandomian, where you can find where you can browse through anime merch um they also have other stuff but let lexi help you and you guys can help lexi out by using her code lex that is l-e-x at fandomian the link will be in the episode description and also if you guys are interested in any art there is an an aspiring comic artist and this is art that i have actually bought before and i just found out through his instagram that he is selling his art online at his etsy store wait since when since recently actually i just kind of looked at um I noticed that he posted something and he has, I believe, like 24 different pieces of art that he's selling over on on his Etsy store. And this is the same guy that bought the Junji Ito art, you know, for Lex. And uh, I have plenty of art inside my room, you know, plenty of Joker yes, stuff. Yes, I see. I yeah. see. And uh, I just bought um, some Venom art from him. And I need Caesar, if you are listening. Yeah. Let me save some money, <laughs> and I will be with you yeah. shortly. Yeah, actually, they're at very good deals right now. Uh, so, again, guys, if you guys are interested in any art, um, Caesar, he's selling his art 
at his Etsy store. His Instagram is Art of Caesar, and that will also be in the episode description. Go to his profile, and he will have a link as well that will send you straight to his amazing art at his Etsy store. Something to look out for, guys. I want art. Okay. This is really good art. Like, this is really high-quality yeah, art. it's all hand-drawn by him, guys. He obviously uses, you know, is awesome... Is he still... Don't want to give too much... Is he still at Frankenstein? Frankenstein. So, from what I saw, he still, yes, attends vending sites. Um, he did say, I think, that he... Former Frankenstein's vendor. I don't know. I have to double-check again. But I know that he does sell at a vending store mm-hmm. as well as online. Excuse me. As well as selling his art online. Um, so it's something to go ahead and, and, uh, maybe double check on his Instagram, but I hope he's still there because, you know, if he is, we are taking yeah. a trip soon. Him and, uh, yeah, Caesar and the other guy, I believe Nick, uh, who is there. I mean, they both are just very talented artists. Um, you know, they have their little vending spots at the front of the mm-hmm. store. You walk in, you know, you turn to the right a little bit and then you just see the art that they have. You it's, know? if it doesn't catch your eye. You have to be blind. You have bad taste. <laughs> or that. Yeah. But you can't have bad taste with this art, so you have to be blind if it does yeah. not catch your eye. You know, he goes and he obviously uh, takes inspiration from a lot of different awesome moments in anime, mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, amazing characters in anime, as well as just pop culture stuff in general with, like, you know, a bunch of different, you know, horror characters. And uh, like you were saying comics as well. And, very, you know, a lot of it's comics. And he himself and his Instagram is saying that he's an aspiring co- comic artist. So help him out, guys. Again, he has tremendous art. Uh, look at his artwork over on his Instagram. You can scroll through and see all the different stuff that he's drawn. And if you like what you see and you want to purchase some, guys, he has a link for you to use. And go to it and see what he, like I said, he has uh, kind of sample size right now, 24 mm-hmm. different uh, uh, art pieces that he's selling right now. Some of them are selling fast. As I purchased the Venom one recently, it said um, that um, they're almost sold out. Uh, so Venom is something that you're interested in. Um, take a look at it now. Um, but yeah, guys, check it out. Once art of again, Caesar. That is art underscore of underscore Caesar underscore. Yes. Give this man some attention because he deserves it. Yeah, tremendous artwork. So um, thank you guys just so much again for the support. Please shout us out on Instagram. Tell your friends about us. Spread the word. It helps us out a lot. And of course, shout out to you loyal listeners. Also, guys, remember, look out for future polls or Q&As that are on Spotify as well as polls that we do on Instagram. Uh, Instagram and we get a uh, tremendous feedback guys Spotify we still get some feedback uh, but it seems like Instagram is the way to go uh, but we want to have both outlets available to you guys okay so look out for those in the future again we we get excited whenever we get the answers whenever I, we see the results it, it brings up debate I love to yeah. talk yeah you know definitely uh, brings up uh, awesome topic of conversation you know as we go ahead and we talk about certain results which we're shocked to see that that got a certain percentage that some of you guys you know? are cruel yeah individualistic yeah. people but all but i have okay. to say is team krista team krista, team krista. all the way <laughs> all right guys so that's all we got for you today now to our aot family that's listening please stay safe try to spread love and positivity guys again crazy world we live in but do the best you can guys you guys know that we love you and we all hope that you guys enjoy the rest of the week okay guys so that's all we got for you All right. Goodbye, OT fam. Later, guys.